You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello listeners, welcome to the latest episode of Why Not Mint Money. I'm your host Jash Kriplani. Indian stock markets are once again going through a period of uncertainty after the Israel Hamas war. In today's episode, we chat with Vijay Kupa, who is the chief executive officer of Incred Money on what this means for Indian investors. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Vijay, welcome to the latest episode of Why Not Mint Money. It's really great to have you here. So Vijay, let's you know get into the topic straight away. Yesterday, the Sensex lost about 500 points. Nifty 50 was down about 150 points. The cues were obviously the Israel-Hamas conflict, and the conflict continues. However, today markets have seen a turnaround. Also, to add, even the broader markets were worst hit yesterday. Now there is some recovery. But in your opinion, in your wisdom, how do you think Indian investors should be thinking about? markets right now what should be their approach what should be their position when it comes to the way markets are evolving thanks just thanks for having me uh, today so usually when there is this kind of an event when there is a war like situation every investor should just wait and watch how it plays out because when it comes it comes like a sudden surprise so naturally there is an immediate panic about what it means and how it's going to impact and how it plays out so at this moment there is still conflict ongoing and we don't know what turn that is going to take so the first thing that normally investors should do is just wait before they commit to any large decision either side and we also saw that yesterday it was uh, down and today it is slightly turning around i think uh, the bigger question that people need to see is what are the various points of impact due to such a conflict especially the one in case which is in Israel and between Israel and Hamas and Palestine i think the biggest point is on crude oil given that it is in the middle east i think that is the number one concern for everybody about how it is going to impact so directly there is no impact because neither israel nor palestine are like crude producing nations so there is no immediate impact however in this war what you know we have been reading is that there may be an implication on iran being involved in this case and if that is actually true and it is a valid statement then we may be in for some concern because iran is a large producer and an exporter uh, we already saw a small spike of crude which is heading towards 90 dollars by itself it's at an high level with this it just exacerbates things and makes it uh, a little more problematic especially for oil importing country like india so we should just wait and watch for more information to come out before taking any large decision either side even the markets i think are reflecting similarly plus minus 1% is not really a major fall off so i think everybody is in that wait and watch mode and is the risk higher for broader markets for certain companies for certain sectors so again it is kind of linked to the macro situation i would say crude and the impact that will have like for example immediate impact is on inflation in india because we are a oil importing nation and that feeds into transportation it feeds into logistics it feeds into omcs so there is that implication and uh, certain sectors are more sensitive to you know oil price second it also has impact on current account deficit which means that the rupee will start coming under pressure so we can see rupee heading higher 
So again, all importing kind of companies will will face that problem. Domestic centric entities are not likely to face much issue. So it's it, they may not have much of an impact at least in the short term. More related possibly sometime in the future, but they should be reasonably safe. Second thing is on subsidies. We are also heading into some state elections for the coming month, and what that implies is that for government to cut any major excise duties on petrol and all could become a problem, which again spills into inflation and lot of input costs for a lot of companies. So. we'll have to kind of wait and see how that plays out but yeah some macro specific sectors who are exposed to the dollar or exposed to the crude may be an implication but for domestic focused uh, entities uh, not so much but if the situation were to escalate could broader markets mid and small caps be worse off than large caps yes that is right in fact uh, if you have seen the latest trend over the past few months there's been a lot of inflows into small and mid cap so there is generally a sense of them being either valued at par or being overvalued and usually in such situations anything that impacts the overall story starts playing negative the bullish sentiment pauses so see the macro is important to understand we are already at the peak rates and us fed and the rbi have said that it may not be the end so that is a hawkish stance that they have all anyway maintained valuations are par or rich especially in the small cap so in general the setup is a bit sensitive and when anything like this comes it could mean some trouble or some risk off Yeah, so I think we have to be careful in those specific sectors to you know micro and mid and small cap, which are anyway seeing a lot of flow. FIs have been pulling out for quite some time because the risk parity between you know your ten-year GSEC in the US versus ten-year in India, it's not so large. So the carry trade is you know in favor of going back, and hence it's probably worthwhile to uh, watch out what they are doing. But yeah, sticking to large cap, sticking to index funds is definitely a much safer option, at least for now. And if the conflict escalates, then yeah, we will see crude going towards hundred, hundred plus, no doubt on that. Right. And then so that was my next question. Actually, at what threshold can oil price become a worrying factor for India? I would say even at ninety, it is worrying, but not like an immediate shock. But definitely above hundred, it starts becoming a pain. We are near ninety. again for different reasons one of course immediate impact into inflation which is already high which means higher rates and you know that whole flow second in current account deficit third in the rupee we will see rupee going towards 84 85 it's been very stable for quite some time and usually historically we have seen that when it is so stable uh, any shock can push it in the upward direction very fast uh, and of course the government may not be able to cut on different rates and if it does cut on excise duty given the pending elections then it has a fiscal deficit challenge as well so all these are uh, going to be there and we are seeing classic risk of trade so normally the first thing when there is a war is dollar becomes stronger yen becomes stronger and gold gains gold price increase and we saw that also yesterday again not good for india india is a big gold importer so that also kind of feeds back into the overall cad right. increase story so for investors yeah. should they look at gold now as a practical asset class you know like you are saying gold could possibly gain going ahead yes they should look at it gold is a definite hedge in times of fear and gold traditionally has been an appreciating asset class as part of a diversified portfolio completely uncorrelated negatively correlated to the other assets so you should have always gold maybe now is a time to tactically increase weightage of gold in your portfolio okay and the other macro event is us of course 
US Fed and you know the way bond yields are rising in you how do you see that playing out and impacting indian markets india's monetary policy india's interest rate scenario so there is a definite impact we are already seeing it and it's not a good impact because higher us rates automatically implies that for a lot of foreign flows they find the us rates to be more attractive on a relative basis so you seeing that fii outflow already if it stays here for longer or if it increases then we'll see a lot more outflow which which can bring our which can put pressure on our markets second at some stage we are also our monetary policy is 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 linked to the global rates because of you know to maintain interest rate parity so even the rbi though of course there is some domestic domestic angle to it but they will also be under pressure to increase rates if if us yields continue remaining high they can definitely not cut rates so let us put that they may not increase it as much but it will be very hard for them to cut because then you run the risk of inflation and currency going out of whack so that is the implication and higher rates are not good for the economy your cost of borrowing increases uh, because your uh, government starts borrowing at 7 plus then your corporate borrowing and all those things start falling into place so a higher uh, us rate and higher us yields uh, is not good for us at all and what about Russia Ukraine conflict everybody was talking about that now where does that fit in the overall so called risky scenario that we are seeing right now so so even actually a similar thing when russia first attacked there was that immediate panic and uh, over time the market absorbed the news i think market is very becomes immune eventually even though there is conflict now but it's all been factored in and unless there is a major dramatic change in the war conditions but what is now happening is fairly factored in and we are moving on by market, major dramatic yeah. conditions you mean more actors yeah, I mean, joining like iran or other actors yeah, in the region yeah in the region specific to the russia ukraine conflict in case there is a major you know a bomb that is done or there is something incrementally stronger or if there is talk of okay. i don't know nuclear or if something happens at putin like in briefly you remember there was a coup attempt on the putin regime yeah, and yeah. that would have changed things so if something major significant happens like that then we can again see an impact but right. that is already priced which is why crude is at uh, this level no at i was saying that we... in the in the sorry i was saying that in the israel hamas situation a poss- possibility of other actors joining in like iran like you mentioned yeah. earlier yeah. that could kind yeah. of be something that, that definitely uh, because iran is a very large uh, country and it's a large oil exporter a, a major player of opec if iran comes in and if there are sanctions on iran by the western powers because of israel saudi pressure then the implication could be big then we could definitely for a long period of time we could be in a risk of kind of zone and we'll correct below 90000 for sure right 90000 you know before signing off which i what would be your you know one advice for investors how should they deal with this situation not only now but even in the future how should they go about managing their portfolio in such times right so so one of course wait to watch the news unfold before taking any large buy or sell decision if you have sips continuing then that's fine because that is systematic but before you enter or this second be more watchful of sectors that are bull, too bullish or overvalued like mid cap and small cap uh, you could still find some stocks specific activity that because of your research that you can do but in general be watchful because they would be the first to get impacted in if things go south uh, third tactically increase gold in your portfolio if you don't have it you should have it if you have it you can top up on it because that will kind of help you out and fourth diversify get into other asset classes get into tech if you can buy currency then buy some currency because usually i mean usually with 
an importing nation high inflation your currency is the first one that goes and it never goes down you have seen it go from 60 to 70 to 80 it will go towards 90 eventually and it's events right. like this that give them that push so yeah so diversify your portfolio so that you are yeah. safe and right, right. what still has done i mean that hamas done it's it's unprecedented it's over after the yom kippur war after 50 years and it's happened at a massive scale and israel is not known to take things lightly so yeah. i am sure this is definitely going to escalate some more at least locally hopefully iran is not involved and there is no major implication on them otherwise it could become painful yeah i think you know at times like this one again is reminded of the importance of diversification of having international yes. funds where you can hedge your currency or having yes. asset classes like gold which can be safe haven thanks yeah. a lot thanks a lot vijay for joining mm-hmm. us today it was a pleasure having you here thanks a lot for sharing these insights i'm sure our listeners would be carefully weighing each of the words that you shared and incorporating it in how they manage their portfolio thank you thank you listeners for joining us today if you liked this episode and would like to hear to more such interesting conversations do log into our channel why not mint money on spotify where you'd always find me omnipresent also if you have any new ideas or suggestions you can dm me on twitter my twitter handle is at the rate jash kriplani that is j a s h k r i p l a n i you can always reach out to us over the email our email id is mintmoney@ratelymint.com to stay updated on this podcast follow us at hd smartcast on all the major social media platforms To listen to more such podcasts log on to www.hdsmartcast.com 